Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and opposite me is a man who is uh, keeping his hygiene up to scratch in the current climate. It's the one and only Dural Jai Singer. Thank you, Benjamin Lomas. Now, yes, let's get straight into it. Good to be back. Good to nice to chat to you. I've yes. got little jaunts around Perth and Adelaide. Yeah, uh, you're dancing around it. the country. Um, hey, so I my little... Um, day process in terms of uh, newspaper is to grab, uh, grab a copy, coffee, go to the sports section, maybe quickly just uh, squeeze uh, squeeze yeah. what's happening with the footy and cricket, uh, but not too much uh, because i got to get to the Sudoku and then if I have time, I'll do the cryptic crossword. Right? Yes. That's that's me. Then when that's done, I turn the paper, close the paper, and then I go to my Instagram and all that shit, and then the day starts off, right? Wow. What a, so, what, what, what a relaxing start to the day. Well, you know, it's 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 by design. <laughs> yes, I have yes. designed my life to be as, uh, as enjoyable as possible. I reckon I'd love Love to get the kids to start doing Sudoku, then I can. Well, <laughs> then I can that's start. why I am not having kids uh, because I can't have Sudoku. Uh, so turns out that in during that time that I was flipping the paper and only seeing the back section, apparently there's some virus that's happening. <laughs> Around the world, that yes. is uh, sent a lot of people into into fears. Now, I'm obviously being slightly silly by yes, saying yes. I'm aware of it, but there is a fair amount of ignorance to the virus at this point for me. Yes. So assume I am an alien who's arrived on planet Earth. Yep. And you are now going to tell me what has happened from your perspective. And anyone listening in might have some issues with the way things are described as to whether there's because there's some fears about. Fear mongering. Yeah, yeah. So you're an alien time. that's just arrived yes. uh, on Earth. I'll be like, "Hello, my name's Ben." Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm Dilruk. Good. Uh, have you? Do you follow podcasts? <laughs> I do love a, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Philosophy. Please get on board. Fitbit. That's what you do. Okay. So now tell me this. Okay. So hello, human. Uh, what's going on? What is what is coronavirus? Uh, I love it. I love it as a human because my son Teo uh, doesn't say human. He says. Human. <laughs> he's, he's Dutch as well. Yeah, he's like, hello, human. <laughs> <laughs> um, so currently, uh, and look, it, look, it's been in the media, uh, it is uh, the coronavirus uh, or COVID-19, uh, the scientific term, is currently uh, reached a point where it is spreading around the world. It, well, it, well, what, what's, that's what I'm saying. I'm an alien. What get get to the start? Where did this? Oh, because we have different countries <laughs> on the world. Um, uh huh. Okay. And uh, and this and so one, it started in some particular place uh, in Wuhan, Wuhan in Cho- in China. In China. And so, we do we know why the virus started? Uh, supposedly, it started transferred from a pig to a human. Did the uh, guy try to fuck a pig? Yeah, yeah. He's, no, because um, that's how AIDS started, isn't it? And then no, someone fuck a monkey? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah again, yeah. I, I don't right. know. So some um, dirty pig fucker. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, again, it, 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 the thing is they still haven't been able to find the origin of the actual virus, which has proved very hard because you need to find the origin to be able to then uh, get a vaccine. And so that's why at the moment okay. now there's a strong possibility that if a vaccine is eventually created, A, you don't know if it works, and with so trials and tested – because it's spreading so quickly, whether there'll be a vaccine in time. So, okay, so the virus uh, kicks off from there and then it starts spreading and reaches all parts of the world. Yeah, so currently it's, uh, you know, and of course the media reports, it's, uh, it's pretty much hit uh, you know, over 70 countries. Okay. Um, what include- happens to uh, someone who gets the virus? Well, firstly, so the thing is uh, it has this, the symptoms. So the symptoms is uh, you have a fever, uh, you have a cough, uh, and you might get a lung infection. That's that's the usually the symptoms that coming up. Uh, you know, runny nose, pretty much the same symptoms as a flu. Yeah, uh, right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. So, and currently, as it stands, is that uh, it it is uh, it, it, it's transmitted quite easily. But the thing about it is, they were trying to contain it. That's why it's been the, the footage has been phenomenal on television because China. Classic China is just, you know, throwing people in buses and trying to contain it and not really telling the rest of the world how bad it is. But now currently as it stands, more than 80,000 people have been affected around the world, predominantly most of that in China. And again, they're the figures that we may or may not know because China is so secretive, secretive you don't, okay, you don't right. really know what's happening. But what's the scary thing is that it's like, so for instance, in Italy, but particularly in Iran, it has gone gangbusters. Um, so much so I love how you said Italy, particularly in Iran, as if Iran is a part of Italy. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? a little province. You've got Sicily, Iran. 
<laughs> so, so, so Italy and Iran, please go. Uh, and so it's uh, spread around to, you know, now there's been uh, a case in, in Brazil. It's pretty much nearly hit every continent except for Antarctica. So what happens? So the, you got the fever. Uh, let's go stick with what happens to the person first. So how does it change from common flu? Why is it different? Is it kill people? Yes, it has. So it's already killed 3,000 people. Um, and so, but then again, and that's three times more than how what SARS did and MERS did. So they were the two other ones. What's MERS? I remember uh, SARS. Uh, so I think MERS, I think it's what it is, or is it just me going mirrored like a French man? But um, SARS in particular, that was the last biggest one, the bird flu. Early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, again, originated uh, from China. Um, well, they always make the best stuff over there. They, yeah, well, and they're mass produced. Yeah. <laughs> so you could just... In and out. But what's been crazy is uh, there has been, a, like, a, and for people who are listening as well, it's been a huge, uh, some can say, beat up in the media. Others will flip the other side of the right. coin and go, actually, it's really important that we need to know. And and I'll arguably say, I have to admit, the Australian government, as much as I don't particularly like them, have done quite well. They have uh, done a lot to contain it, uh, but they've also admitted the fact that there's no way of stopping it and coming to our shores. It just becomes now, which, you know... It's, uh, a, it's a waiting game. So it's a waiting game because it will come here. Here, it's just at how much what's the effect and that's and that's so the scary spread, thing. so the thing is it's spreading quickly very and do we know how the spread happens is it uh through air, air particles in the air so so oh, moisture and air so wow. let's just say i have not been in the sauna recently <gasps> just on the off chance because uh, that would be 101 if someone comes in with it and again very unlikely in australia at the moment uh you know we haven't been told to wear masks or anything you know so there's no prevention at this point None. Well, the only prevention is, which is now, is what we we wanted to talk about is is uh, hygiene. So it's like, and I'll, before you continue down the hygiene track, just gotta say to everyone, uh, you know, I'm fully aware that you might be annoyed with my questions right now. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm I'm being serious. Like I'm going and saying, like, how can this guy not know what the fuck's going on? I, I'm aware. I'm yeah. aware, uh, uh, and I'm I'm trying to just sort of go at the basic level. Yeah. And then so so bear with me. So okay. So what's the hygiene thing? Well, so now that come out is, which is the New South Wales government or the health, health minister said uh, a couple of days ago that he reckons no more handshaking. So there's going to be a lot more fist pumping going around, oh. or as he suggested, a lot of back slaps, okay? But it's that same thing, which is kind of funny because it's something I reckon so many parents have been doing is when you've got young kids, all you're trying to do is not be sick, right? And so you teach them, sneeze into your elbow, right? That's right. the whole thing. Don't sneeze into your hand because that's how you, uh, you know. Pass it, pass it on. Pass yeah. it on. Even you cough as well. They say go to the elbow. like. <laughs> yeah, like I remember there was these kids at primary school when I was doing drop-off and they were playing a fun game. Let's see who can spit in each other's face. And I was like, well, that if, if, if anyone was going to spread disease, spitting in each other's face is probably the best way to do it. Mm. So it's that same thing where like, okay, uh, you know, wash your hands really thoroughly, like for 20 seconds. That's what they're saying now. Like really, really wash it. That's why at the moment now, because it's building and, you know, we've kind of hit that, you know, that it's become an epidemic that now... Uh, isn't it a pandemic? Uh, pandemic. Pandemic is the world. Oh, world, yeah, pandemic. So it's that thing where it's like, I don't think it's been officially said, but everyone's like, well, it's not going to be far away uh, before uh, the WHO will say that that is the case. And so therefore... Who? Uh, the World Health Organization. Who? The World Health Organization. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I don't know, if I hadn't had that coffee that we just had before, I reckon we would have just gone back and forth for at least another 20 <laughs> seconds. And in that time, I would have washed my hands. <laughs> So what do you reckon the WHO would do? Is what uh, they, so they, they, they will officially, officially call it. Yeah, officially. And then because countries have already put So in, they're not calling it a pandemic yet? No, not yet. But then maybe by the time this pod gets released uh, in a couple of days, it probably will. Like, yeah, yeah, so sure. so it, it is uh, a crazy climate. And I kind of got I've, – I've been sucked in because I – but having a small family and also having family members who have poor immune systems, uh, it's that thing where it's like, oh, it's actually generally – quite scary because we've, we're in uncharted territory as well. And so that's funny because it actually has moulded the way I've been doing it. Like I said just before, it seems irrational, the fear, but the idea that I'm not going to the sauna and that's based because you're in an, an, an enclosed space uh, with steam and air particles that if someone was And Asians. And <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Seriously? 
Well, this, well, this is the thing. Like, this has gone crazy in Australia because we do a lot of gigs in the city and it is bizarre because it's an irrational fear. But the amount of people staying away from Chinatown is crazy. Chinatown is a yeah, ghost this town. This is what I want to get to. I want to get like, to that idea because uh, uh, we had our friend uh, Peter Hellier uh, post about uh, this very thing about that apparently a lot of people aren't going into Chinese restaurants. So he, Chris Brown, and uh, Chris Brown the rapper that is, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Sam Mack, uh, Sam uh, Mack from uh, Channel Seven uh, Weather, yeah, uh, and Dr. Chris Brown the Bondi vet. Uh, they went for a lunch and was kind of like yeah. a thing of posting and saying, "Hey, don't be silly. Go fucking have some Chinese restaurant, like yeah. Chinese food or whatever." So this is what I want to get to. So the fear has become irrational and it's been targeted to very to, much to so. Asians. Yeah. Right? So especially people from China. That's that's where it's really targeted. But then of and course And Iran. It, <laughs> the, the, the Italian Iranians. <laughs> but um okay, so it's I was at Crown uh, a couple of weeks ago. People from the, How the is jungle. Your gambling problem? <laughs> no, no, never had a gambling problem. Uh, but if you uh, were to gamble, what would you do? Poker. You... I love poker. poker. Hey, yeah, it takes we, us all. Have, have we talked about this? Uh, not on the pod, but yeah, I love. Uh, I'm not good at it, but I love it. Do you ever hit the cash tables at Crown? What do you mean? The poker tables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. I used to do it a lot. But you remember that back in the mid 2000s when? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, when Joe Hashem went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but, but yeah, I did. Uh, there used to be a thing called uh, what was it called? But it was free poker around the city. Uh, or sorry, around pubs. Oh around yeah, pub poker. Yeah, pub poker. And I was, and if you make it to the top five or something like that, you go to the grand final in uh, in Ringwood, I believe it was. Dorchester. Crown Mahogany. No, no, no. Ringwood. No, no. Because it's a free thing, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, but but you have to consistently be good over the six month period or whatever, and then you're on top of the leader table or whatever. And I was in, yeah, I was top five or something like that. I made the cut. Went to Dorchester, I think it is in Ringwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this big, uh, six hundred people playing, and I was the first out. First. Oh, what did you go out of? A really stupid uh, two pair uh, to someone's fucking full house. Oh. Uh, it was brutal because I was so cold. I was like, no one's gonna call an all in on the first one. Let me just steal some of these uh, early. Yeah, it sounds uh, like oh, lines. Man, I'll double up. Yeah, fuck man, stupid. Anyway, uh, so that whole fucking hour and a half that took me to get there on the train and then having to wait to go back out again was brutal. <laughs> um, but uh, no, Crown was uh, after a couple of people from the jungle. Well, most of us actually, there was only about two or three that missed out, uh, caught up for dinner. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to continue the drinks, we were decided to go to Crown. Uh, fuck, it was empty. Yes, bear in mind yeah. it was Monday night, but that's never, it's never always been busy. So busy. So there's, there's just, it's scary. And, so and it's and it's also because at the moment now it's like you know I have uh, you know uh, my uh, a dear family member who who works in Italy and so at the moment now it's just like you, every day uh, it changes and it and it's funny because it's like you know and I've talked about this before it's just like trying to you know flip it and see the positive but it has made me realize how lucky we are to live in Australia because because we've already we've already then gone through where you we're, we're considering it's already a pandemic. So we're already putting in places to ensure that it tries to, the spread of it is as minimal as possible. But again, uh-huh. it's like how much can you control of it? Because a lot of people are saying already uh, in news reports that, you know, if you look at like previous ones, like the last big flu, or I think it was the Spanish flu or the one in 1880, that it's that same thing where it's like there's a period where you can do what all you like, but then it, it will eventually spread. It's just how people will deal with it. Because everyone's like, yeah, it spreads a lot, but a lot of people recover and only 2% uh, of people actually it becomes fatal. But those 2% are people with low immune systems. Right. So let's get to that then. What is, first of all, the prevention? The, what, what are the things you can do to minimize uh, the spread or try and protect yourself? And secondly, what is uh, what, what can you do to be stronger to deal with it? So, well, it's just, I think it's like if you're healthy. So washing hands. Washing hands, uh, sneezing. Uh, no, so not the mask yet, and that that might be told otherwise. But if you if you even have symptoms, then you get quarantined and you stayed at home. But the issue people are having is like, yeah, but if you've got a family and your kids are going still to school, then they will will have it. The spread can happen so so quickly. That's the thing. Like, and and that's the worry thing about it is like even then mass gatherings are starting to you know they reduce. There's talking about like anything over five thousand people. People won't do that, or oh, that it'll no be cancelled. No one's going to come to my show. Um, big well, five grand sellers, or the people. There are a couple of people who have certain venues in certain places of the city who are starting to panic. Who are definitely aren't going to have people at their show. 
So really, yeah. So that the people who have venues at the Chinese Museum are already worried. Oh people, my god! I know, and that's and I'm a classic comedian. People are like, oh, what about death? What about this? What about my ticket sales? <laughs> like, it's amazing. But then that's you know. <laughs> It's just a classic comedian thing. But then what's interesting is like... Thank now- God I'm at the Greek Centre. <laughs> I'm, I'm not at the Greek Centre, but yeah. But it's that same thing where it's like, uh, you know, it, it was officially, I think, said on the news today that the Olympics will st- still go ahead. And that's huge. Because there was that a Zika is- virus during the last Olympics. Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. What was yeah. the Zika virus? 2016. 26, I forgot about that one. There's another one. But this one, just because of how dangerous it is. And they're talking about how Japan, um, you know, kind of stuffed up with the Diamond Princess where that boat came in and they tried to keep quarantine and keep everyone in there. Now, I, 700 people got affected. In the boat, on the boat oh, yeah. itself. I, I was chatting to someone on Instagram who was on the boat while they were uh, fucking docked. Oh, it sounded brutal. like it was I think, so I, I think they were a, a listener of this or some other podcast I did. Or and I heard like that. that every night the comedians still did the same show every night. It was horrible. <laughs> so was there a comedian stuck on the I board? Know. I, know. I assume so. Each uh, one of those How long were they on the board for? Uh, some of them were on the boat for like three weeks. Close to a month. If, oh, if really? That. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Oh, it's so funny because I went to the beach last weekend and like and I was saying this beautiful beach house at St. Andrews and uh, and then in the distance you see... You see the cruise ship, and I'm like, "Is that thing half full? Like, are people still going on these things?" Like, you saw the cruise ship? No, no yeah, just in the distance. Like, it just made me think. Like, after everything that's happened on the Diamond Princess, like, if you look at the list, right? They've got a country of of how many people affected, how many people died, and you go through the list, and down at the bottom, its own category was the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Oh, that's how wow. bad that's it was. How mainstream, it's become. Yeah, and they're all Aussies. Uh, I think it was like uh, I think it was about uh, I think eighty Aussies or something something like oh, that. Okay, okay. But they were evacuated because then after a while the Australian government's like whatever's happening on that boat is fucked. We got to get our people out. Canada did the same. America did the same. But not all countries did it. Like people from Indonesia on the cruise ship are still on that cruise ship. Like it's oh, just... it's like parents not coming to pick the kids up from exactly. school. Exactly. It's like oh my lord, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. So okay, now it's okay, that okay. thing where it's like. So there's all this stuff in the media. People are starting to panic, right? And it's like, and it's like, and so in the news that today, there's like some like toilet paper, What's hand happening? sanitizing. People are starting to buy stuff in case you know, because there is talk about if it does spread that you will be bunkered down at home, and that there's a possibility that you may be at home three, four, six weeks. We'll have, Uber and then the world eats, so just stops. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you go Uber Eats. There are some some companies that are benefiting like from this big time. I.e. Netflix. Netflix subscriptions are gone through the roof because some people are like, well, if I'm going to be home, I might as well be comfortable. Like people oh, like all the stuff. Wow. Like, and there are people like, you know, talking about Uber Eats might be really, really good for them. It might be because everyone's at home. No one wants to go out. I'll just order in. But then you're bringing the disease from outside into you, aren't you? Well, it depends on the person delivering well, it. It's from China but if they keep, But if they keep, <laughs> <laughs> if they keep their helmet on, it should be fine. Well, what about the restaurant? Yeah, but, but uh, unless someone sneezes on your food, but it, 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 I think how that, do you stop that? Um, <laughs> That's what I mean. If you're paranoid you put a enough, mask to not, on the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're paranoid <laughs> enough not to go to the thing, fuck me dead. All right, so this is uh, wait. this is crazier. So so I'll so what's happening with the toilet paper? Why is so, toilet paper getting uh, well, bought up so much? Because uh, because it's one of those uh, sanitizing products. Like you don't want it because you can get really sick if you don't have you know clear uh, sanitation. Like so, the, are people taking their own toilet paper to toilets now? Is no, that what's happening? No, no, no. They're just stocking up at home. So if you're ah. at home, that you don't run out of toilet paper. Right, that you don't like canned food. Some of the shelves, like, I, like so. I went to. I, I was like, I'm not going to panic buy, but you know what? I'll just get a couple of extra things. So I went to Aldi a couple of days ago, and I was like, I get there, and there are two. All that's left in the toilet paper are two six pack rolls, and I was like, well, I might as well get one of them. And I saw the second one, I was like, well, if I'm here, and you know, if shit does happen, I'd rather be a little bit prepared. <laughs> pun intended. <They're> pun intended. <laughs> but then this woman's like, are you gonna? Are you gonna take that other? Six pack roll. I was like, no. She's like, oh, thank you, thank you so much. And I was like, oh god. Yeah, that- she's walking away with shit dripping down yeah, her thighs. Yeah, 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 like like she's just done a marathon. Or, you know what I mean? Like she, she's just like you know, there's that sense of freaking freaking out a bit. Right. And they're saying, oh, you know, well, you don't need to do that. Calm down. But this is the thing: fear can at times be so irrational. And you can tell people you can stop, but when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. 
And that's the that's the problem. Like the, yes, the government yes, has yes, to come yes, out, yes. take a strong stance. And I feel like they have really done that. But then also as a family, you're just like, oh, we kind of got to because because it changes the exercise routine. Like I I have like going to mass gatherings. Like you know, I do a lot of warm up. We do a lot of gigs. You know, and then you have that moment where you're just like. Um, like I was doing a gig and uh, there was a couple of people coughing and sneezing. Yeah, you even do a corona joke and it's like, oh, it gets a bit of a laugh. But people are thinking about it. And I remember saying, I was like, oh, is anyone from overseas? And then I was like, yeah, where are you just back from? And then someone just goes, Singapore. And I was like, Singapore has no cases. But the fact that it was in Asia made people very uncomfortable. Wow. And I was like, fuck. Like, so this we, is insane. we fly a lot. We go, we're in and out of airports. Yeah. Are we, are we more susceptible? Uh, yep. So should I start wearing masks? No. Should I start? Well, there's no point in me stocking up with food because it's not like a cook. So I'm fine. Yeah, because anyway. I was thinking about you when I was stocking up. I was like, oh, when, I wonder what Dill's going to. Oh, hang on. That's right. He has no food in his house. Yeah. I have water bottles, <laughs> a lot of plastic. I have kimchi, <laughs> kimchi and I have sauerkraut. So I'm good. So you're fine. Yeah. So if the Copolix arrives, you just be like. A Copolix? A Copolix. A Copolix. Yeah, I think you're trying to say apocalypse. That's right. I find yeah. that a very hard word to say. Fair enough. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. Um. So, so where that, to from now? So, well, where to from now is like, I'll be honest, like I have had to improve my hygiene. Like I, like, Thank I fuck do, for that because yeah. you are a stinky poo. <laughs> but it's that same thing. I was like, you know, it's that real thing where it's like, you know, like I'm trying not to shake hands, trying not to hold on handrails, pretty much what you do when you're on a cruise ship. Because when you're on a cruise ship and you gig, they tell you all those things. Like it's mm. very easy to get sick on a cruise ship, uh, especially when, you know, there's like food poisoning or, you know, gastro goes through, it flies through a ship. So it's that same thing. I was like trying to, you know, be better at that because you're someone like, you're you're very big on hygiene. You stay stay clean. You mm. you always smell nice. Um, Wonderful. So much your... so that even recently I got Botox. What? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. For cosmetic reasons? Well, arguably. <laughs> That's a yes. Well, it's, let me explain. So, okay. as you can see, my my uh, people who see me perform live know the. The amount I lean into my facial expressions. Yes. I love a good facial expression. Yes. It's you a do. very malleable yep. face I have. Like yes. as I'm making all these faces in front of Ben right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's not my face. I got Botox in my armpits. Your armpits? Yes. What for? To stop sweating. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you know how much I love my jackets. Yes. And you part do. of the reason I have so many jackets is because after a certain point, because I wear the same jacket for tours. Uh, after a certain point, I have to, you know, retire the jacket and buy a new one of the same kind, <laughs> you know, because of all the sweat that goes into it. And it's just, no matter how much you dry clean it, it just... Even if you put patches on it? Or, or yeah, you can do patches as well, but it's still, it's an everyday having to fucking stick a patch on it. It's called uh, Swex, I think is the patches. It's a good brand. Uh, you put it there so it absorbs the sweat from the uh, armpits. Uh, but there's only so many fucking swecks you can go through. So I decided, to, as a person who likes to experiment on myself sometimes, uh, yeah, I got Botox for my armpits. And I'll tell you what, it's a fucking game changer. I haven't sweated through my pits. My tits are like, you know, still sweating the same amount because you can't put Botox there. Yeah. But I have. So if you did, that'd be nice and perky. <laughs> they're beautiful. But I sweat for my tits a lot anyway. But uh, they, uh, but yeah, armpits, no worries, no pong. But, so where does the sweat then get released? Well, this is what my brother's question was as well. And he was on, she felt skeptical about it. I don't think it's like a vat that's like a dam that if if it's not coming out of one place it's coming <laughs> out the other end <laughs> but that's what i'm saying i don't think it's one of those things it's just that you just don't sweat from your pits anymore that's all and but it has to it has to be released somewhere else like does it well what you, but you surely you still generate that sweat or you're just not generating sweat well i'm not sure how it works but it's Isn't like, that a question before you do it <laughs> Now, the Erin from Love Island, who was on the uh, uh, I'm a Celebrity with, said that she's done it and she didn't sweat there. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it as well. And that was, and she's someone who's so natural. It's not like her breasts are fake and her lips are fake and her nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I think it is that whatever generates the sweat gland or sweat itself, it just stops generating it. So what does it do? So it just blocks the sweat, the, the, um, the pores underneath your. I think so. And what was so fascinating <laughs> is the person who do it because you have to, you have to, the uh, the 
mine was a doctor who did it. So it's at least someone who's fucking studied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, they need to ma- map out what places to put the injections in. Yeah. So in order to do that, they have to put like a, a, a thing like betadine dye and then some powder on it to create this little yellow paste. And then when you sweat, it sort of shows you where the all sweat glands are, like a little mapping uh, of it. Yep. And then they draw like little squares around it to try, okay, this is where you need to inject the different like the, the Botox into and um, funnily enough, I'm so fit at the moment. It took ages for me to sweat. So literally, like, I, I was, like, doing, like, um, I went for a run around the block and I was still fine. I'm Did like, you make yourself really nervous? Like, you go. No, I meditated that day. <laughs> <laughs> so what ultimately what helped was doing uh, the thing I hate and really difficult at, uh, struggled to do, which is um, commitment. No. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I was just thinking you're getting really nervous going, oh, is someone pregnant? That would have freaked you out. You would have sweated straight away. No, I wear condom all the time, <laughs> even right now, just in case I get you pregnant. Uh, I uh, No, it was uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, burpees. Burpees. Burpee. I, uh, I did like 20 burpees and I was so puffed from there. And then boom, the sweat started coming. So then she was able to map it and didn't do it for me. But uh, so... I don't obviously didn't do this necessarily for this whole corona, like anything to do with that. But it was a hygiene thing. It's something that I've always been insecure about for years. My armpits sweat. Uh, it isn't cheap. I will say that. How much? How much? How much? How much does this cost? Like, to, if someone was to go in, wanted to lose and uh, not sweat, because it's probably quite a common it, thing. It changes depending on the person. But how much is it? Is so it two for, grand? Uh, no, just uh, between a grand and two grand. Okay, okay, cool. And uh, so, but it is, it's it's there for like nine months. So you got to do a top up. Ah, okay. That's the thing. But at least, you know, you know that it's not permanent if you're worried about it being, you know, an so, ongoing so, issue. So then does it just dissolve into your system? Is that how it works? Botox? I don't know. Again, <laughs> well, I assume yeah. these would be questions you would have asked at the time. No, it's just too much <laughs> like... This got in the way of my Sudoku time if I tried to ask those questions. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I just yeah, go for it. I just love asking all these questions. I was like, well, I just, you know, oh, I, don't I don't know. know. I, you just wanted Isn't to stop the world? The world is burning and people are dying. I don't know, man. I've, 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 I haven't given up on society. I'm still working my ass off to try and be a good member of society and still do a good show and all that. But really, at the end of the day, fuck, man. We, uh, we, well, what I, does any it. of this matter? What but, does it matter at the end of the day? Like, well, and, and, <sighs> But I think a lot of people have been thinking about that. Like, just because of the way things are going, you know, everyone starts freaking out. Like, uh, you know, about what, you know, where is it this? How is it going to arrive? You know, we've been told it's going to arrive to this country. Again, it's something that even the generation before has to have, you know, they lived through the HIV, uh, which, you know, created a lot of, you know, it was that famous uh, ad with the, Grim, with the yeah. Grim Reaper. which Balling, was, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and so, you know, we, we've kind of hit that point where, you know, we've developed a society, you know, so much has changed. But, you know, people are, you know, freaking out to, to a d- degree. Like, I think the one thing is that, you know, for ho- you know, touch wood, but they say that kids, it's a lot harder for kids. Uh, they may get it, but they may, li- you know, deal with it a lot easier than people with uh, poor immune systems because their immune systems are wrong. But there's a lot of people on edge. And 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 it's funny because it's like something that is spoken about at, at school drop-off. It's something that's spoken about on trams. Like there's just this really eerie vibe at the moment. And that's not including the people who are actually going through it. Because someone said beautifully, they said, well, what about the people who are actually going through it? What about like I've got a friend who uh, has um, – uh, uh, parent, uh, parents, parents-in-law who are Chinese. His partner's Chinese, and so uh, he, um, his father-in-law and mother-in-law live in China, and they come over every three months to look after their one and only grandkid. Can't leave; they're just stuck there, and they're in the province next to Wuhan. He's just like, we don't know. So, is the government stopping people from flying into Australia from China? Yeah, so China's had a travel ban on it for nearly four weeks now. So people going to China can't. People going to Australia from Australia to China can't go. No, and people from China cannot leave. Oh, if you, that's the crazy thing. Air pollution in China has never been better. Factories have shut down. Like the the NASA imagery is insane. It's like the air has never ever been this clean because China has stopped. There'll be some fucking conspiracy theorists who will be arguing oh, that this and is, they are flying uh, out. This is like natural selection at its uh, working its way. Well, so I think my favorite one is they're saying that uh, it's uh, Epstein's wife that released it, and then she won't give the vaccine until a proper investigation is uh, gone into her husband's death. Like well, the, that sounds plausible. The- <laughs> that sounds. Why wouldn't she have the virus? Why wouldn't Epstein? What? 
the I, fuck mate, are you talking about? It's insane. Like the conspiracy theories flying around on the internet are bizarre. And I've it, had to fucking fend off some conspiracy theorists who tell me that I wasn't in South Africa <laughs> and that I was in Gold Coast. <laughs> but it's just like, it's so, it's so, it's that reminder of like, but it's funny because it the kind of thing that at the moment now it's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of grateful at the moment. I'm kind of grateful at the moment that, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably healthier than I have been in a long time. Um, I'm, I'm happy that uh, my kids are healthy. I'm grateful for being in Australia. Like there's just a couple of things where I was like, you know, I, I, you know, I feel empathy for other people, especially in countries that are struggling. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, let's, let's, like, it could be that thing was like, make the most of it. Be as prepared as you possibly can. Stay on top of your hygiene. But as the government said, it's like, you got to live your life. So, like, you know, I've started running a bit more instead of going to the gym. Like, uh, I'm missing, I, I, so I'm going after this, <laughs> like this. After this, I'm going to Bunnings. And uh, I'm for looking sausages. Uh, for sausages. Yep, for sausages. No, they don't have it on the weekdays. Trust me. I made that mistake once with the kids. Who wants a sausage? Let's go to Bunnings oh, on shit. a Wednesday. Fuck. No sausages. <laughs> um, so I, because I do my uh, cold water meditation and uh, the Wim Hof method. And so, you know, I'm trying to stay away from the gym a little bit less. Also, I kind of want to quit, but I was like, well, maybe I can get my own tub. You want to quit the gym? Because well, I'm only really using it. Like I'm doing running and I'm doing yoga at the moment, and so I'm not really doing that many weights at the gym. And I usually use it for the sauna and the, and the and the drop pull and the plunge pull has probably been. I mean, that's the one I'm so addicted to that it's just changed. Like, it's been such a game changer for me. Did you talk about getting a sauna in your own house? Yeah, but it's just like you okay. Know, what like, about this? I though? rent. There's no point in getting it. Tell me this, you I don't think until just then have you ever mentioned to me or the listeners that you do yoga. Yeah, I don't know. We did it right at the start of the year. I said I made a sort of a, a resolution at the start of the year to do more stretching in the morning. And so, you call that yoga? Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's called gentle yoga. So I've been following this thing on Instagram for, uh, called uh, a couple of ones, like yoga for beginners. Well, tell us about that. How come you – yeah, all right, go. So I have uh, – it, it only goes for about 15 minutes. Um, but what I do is trying to get that sort of, um, uh, so what I do is I do, uh, so I do, I've got it on my phone, but, um, there's no point. It's a listening medium. No, no, no. Cause I'll, cause I'll say the moves and see if you know what they are. Okay. Mm. So, okay. So in the thing I've got at uh, 12 poses uh, for yoga beginners. Okay. okay. So the first one is the cow pose. Now, would you know what the cow pose is? No, you go, you tell me the pose and I'll tell you what it's called. All right. So you're on your hands and knees and you're stretching up. Yeah, it's a cow pose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, you're in the same position, but then you arch your back up. That's downward dog. Uh, that's called the cat pose. Oh, that's a cat pose. Fuck, I okay. knew that. I actually did know that. Then you stretch out, and then your body's in a triangle, so you're like down oh, like I, that. I don't know. That's the pyramid. No, you said it before, the downward, downward dog, dog pose. Right. Then the next one is uh, you sort of um, – so I'm sort of going to stand up. So you sort of stand up and you ha- uh, sort of do a lunge forward stretch like this with your hands up in the air. Oh, that's uh, – is that a warrior? That's, Very good. Yeah. Very good. you got the warrior one pose. Yeah, and the warrior two is where your one hand is stretched yeah. uh, like horizontally. Yeah, two hands and then you're kind of stretching the right. groin. Uh, and then the next one is you've got where you're um, sort of S- on sit the- down and do it so that way you'll describe it better because right. you're, because the listeners can't see you. So so uh, and then the other one is you're flat on the ground flat and you on the push ground. up. Uh, that is something like morning or rising. Or- kind of this one's called the cobra pose. Cobra, not even close. Uh-huh. Why do you say kind of? Um- <laughs> not <laughs> even slightly you- close. What did you say? You weren't listening. <laughs> What did you say? I said like morning, rise and shine. Yeah, but there's one that's a similar song yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one is, um, so you just sort of have one leg up to your groin and then your other leg out forward and then you try to touch your toe. Oh, no clue. No clue. Uh, it's called head to knee pose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what the Indian Sanskrit the text said. Yeah. Um, then the other one is you, uh, you're on the floor and you put one leg over and then you put your elbow on the other side of your opposite leg and you turn around. Oh, yep, 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 yep. That'd be fucking good for the hips. Uh, and that's and this is the thing. And the hammies as well, I think. Yeah, and that, uh, that and that's where my most of my focus is on right. hammies and hips. What's that pose? That's called the. Seated twisted pose. <laughs> this is wrong. There's got to be a funky name for it. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, and then um, this, oh, I just realised I don't use that one. Uh, then I do the one um, where it's not on this one, it's on another one, but I sort of put one leg over. So I put one leg over my knee when I'm lying down and I grab the other leg and pull it to me. Oh, that's fucking great for the glute. Again, yeah. yeah so glute and hips. That's and that, the butt stretch pose. What's yeah, it called? Exactly, spot on butt stretch pose. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that was a different one because I've kind of... So that, that, that doesn't have a name or you just don't want to tell us? No, no, no. Because I've included that within this, into okay, this okay, one. Okay. So it's like I've replaced a couple that I'm like, there's one called the boat pose, which really focuses on your Oh, core. is that where you sort of show up to, and they say, get out of my country? <laughs> Get out of my yoga studio. Because <laughs> um, uh, 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 my aim is just to focus on the hamstrings and then uh, the hips. Because I just that, that's where I need the most amount of work. Mm. And so, and then I love it. There's one where you just lie flat on the ground. Oh, Shivasana. Uh, well, here they've called it corpse pose. <laughs> yeah, I love Shivasana. I actually used to go to yoga just for Shivasana, where you just lie down and think about how cool shit is. Yeah. Um, and so them, and I do, I do uh, those ones where I, I hold each pose for five deep breaths and do uh, the warrior on either side because you're stretching uh, both legs. Yeah. How long? Uh, what time of the day do you do it? What? Uh, how so long? in the morning before the kids wake up. Mm. So uh, lately, do you I, listen to music while you're doing it. No, no. no. So I just try to focus on the breath and focus Good. on the part. Nice that you're stretching, and then after that, I do my ten minutes of meditation if I have a time for a shower. I'm just trying to do that, just because, especially with running, mm. I've really felt in my hamstrings, like really, like once I've like I feel like you know the running is actually helping stretching them to a degree. Yeah, but it, it, it's how sore they are sometimes afterwards is phenomenal. It's interesting you mentioned running because it just popped in my head. Mickey D, uh, previous guest uh, who I ran the marathon with, is trying to get me to stop listening to music as I run because he wants me to learn how to breathe uh, and listen to my breath in terms of pacing and stuff like that because I have this yeah. problem where if an Eminem song kicks in, I'm just fucking flying. And then if the, <laughs> if the song is wrong, then I kind of slow down a yeah, bit. Yeah, when any kicks in, you take it a bit easy. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sail away, sail away. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my music library is only filled with uh, artists that begin with the letter E. So it's Eminem, Enya, Elton John, Enigma, if anyone remembers that early 90s um, Native American sound <laughs> oh, yeah. song, uh, Return to Innocence. But... Uh, yeah, so I, I am trying to start to learn how to dis, not use music as a hook to get in, but it's pretty difficult. It's pretty hard. Because I do love, I love that moment. Part of what I love about running is my chance to listen to a new album and things like that. It's funny because I can't, I, yeah, I don't listen to music while I run. I uh, listen to sports podcasts. Um, oh, like so, this one? Uh, yes, like this one. Um, no, the other one I've been sports. listening to is 30 for 30. So, you know, the documents. Document no. series. Uh, oh, on so H- the, uh, ESPN. Yeah, so they've got documentary, but uh, audio ones. So different to the ones that were shown. Um, oh. And really, What's really good. What's the intro level one? Um, the one I really is, a great one, which is really interesting, is uh, the, the start of the UFC and the start of the World Poker Series. They're two oh, really? good ones. Really interesting. And what I like about it is quite often they're between half an hour and 45 minutes. Well, 30, they've broken the rule if it's more than that. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. But then with this one in particular, it's like I do the run and I, and I really look forward to it because I learned because most of it's all about American sports, mm. but then it's just something really interesting because it's sport related and because my um, watch keeps track of my um, intervals so I'm always trying to stay under six minutes. Uh, didn't, didn't the WSOP kick off, uh, World Series of Poker kick off because there was a hockey, uh, uh, what's it called, um, strike and the hockey players were striking. So all, all these, these networks basically that had – bought the time slot to show hockey, didn't have anything, so they started showing poker. And yeah. then a lot of uh, university students who were still up at late or whatever started to get into it. Yeah, they started to get into it. But then and then uh, when the guy was doing the research on it, when he did the first World Series of Poker, mm. he uh, had to do like buyers of people. And there's this hilarious moment where he didn't quite understand how a poker tournament worked because he had like Bill Brunson and Phil Ivey and mm. all these great names. And then after day one, half of them had had disappeared. So he just was like had to follow other players that no one knew the names of. And then that's in the first the first time they aired it was when um, a Moneymaker won, where the guy who was just like, and I think he was an accountant, and then he just went in there with his dad and went there to thing it. And the fact that his real name was Moneymaker and yeah. then he ended up winning it and he was just this guy from nowhere right. to just win it. And he was talking about how what ultimately thought was a failure at the start of the of when he was filming going, how, is this, how are we going to turn this into a, how is there a story that the story that he even created following the, ended up making his own story. Yeah. And so it's really interesting to go, uh, going into that sort of area where you're like, and, and when you're running, 
if it's sports related, I mean, poker isn't really sport, but it's just like when you're running, I, I just feel like it just generates like there's great ones on uh, the WNBA, uh, like yeah. amazing stories that it's like, I wait, women play basketball. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, Who would have? Wow. Strange world. Jesus. Um, David Goggins, uh, You Can't Hurt Me. Uh, it was a good one to listen to while running. I, I met the guy, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the pod, but I met him. I don't think you did. No, actually. I don't think I, I think did. We so talked about it on the phone, you and I, but I don't think he was. I was, a, I was at the Australian Open, and it's so funny. There are celebrities walking around there, left, right, and center, and we work in, uh, in the media and entertainment world. So we kind of we've met most people, like I think to a degree. You've met Dilruk Jai Singh. I have, I have met him. He's, uh, he's actually quite a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about himself in the third person, which is a bit weird. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah. Um, and then I saw him walking up, right? right. And it was so funny because I was just like a bit nervous. Like it was just like I was like, and he was just there with clearly the PR person that's looking after his, uh, you know, speaking to her in Australia. And I went, hey, David, uh, thanks, uh, mate. Uh, how you going? And I just said, and I was with the two kids and Minka and Taylor, like, who the hell's this? We don't know him. We don't see him at drop off. Like they always think it's some other parent. I was like, you imagine if he was another parent, what a fucking fit unit he is. And then I got a photo with him and chatted to him. But then when I left, right, all these people came up and go, who's that? I was like, I was like, oh, Eddie it's, Murphy. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hit. like woman goes, ah, oh, is that um? And she said her name is like, yeah, because he's playing doubles later. I was like, does he look like like maybe he looks like a tennis player? Like everyone just assumed he was some famous tennis player, but I was like, no, no, David Goggins, he's, he's he's huge. You may have read his book. Like people just didn't know, but if you know him and you follow him, yeah, then like it was quite, it was quite between him and, this, and it's funny. It's been a while where I've met two people I ad, admire. So mm. I was like him, and then a couple of weeks ago I got Dilma to meet. Jai Singer. The, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no. no, you got to meet Seinfeld's uh, uh, George Costanza, George Costanza, Jason uh, Alexander. He was absolutely so lovely, and because Seinfeld is just you know for me, it's like putting on a good song. So. Yeah, you used to have your profile pictures. You were taking a photo with Seinfeld, isn't it? Yeah, him, yeah, signing, yeah. him signing something. Yeah, he signed the ticket when I went to see his show. That's and then, incredible, and, and it's amazing because after I met him. I'll never forget that because it was me and this other girl from Queensland. Have you ever told you this story? It was like only eight of us there when he was walking back to his car. And I was like, oh, if in was, America? Uh, in America, right. in Queens. And he hadn't performed there since he was like 18, like at, at the university there. Queens and Queenslanders. Um, yeah. And so there was this me and this other Aussie girl. And there was another guy going, yo, Jerry. Jerry, yo, yo, come back to my open mic. It's on Tuesdays. That's so funny. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. why, like, why would I do that? And then he said, and then his mind was saying, it's either a photo or an autograph. And I really wanted the autograph. Like, and so it's just like, you know, he, like he signed it, but then so I took a photo at the same time. Fuck, I am big in that photo. I'm 135 kilos in that photo. That's the only oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Can we? Can you remember to post that on after Friday? This after this comes out. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show. You. It's it's me. There's a, there's a couple of snapshots, but it's it's that classic turnaround where it's like you know when you accentuate the double chin more than you possibly could in a photo. Yeah. That's what that photo does. Hey, the I beard just, doesn't hide it. We need to uh, start wrapping up. Jesus. Uh, we uh, just a quick, uh, quick one, little one. Uh, March third, yesterday. Uh, we are recording March fourth. This is coming out. I yes. think uh, March sixth. Yes. Um, March third was when we released our first ever episode. So happy Yay! second year anniversary. Happy anniversary! Wow. Yeah, we're coming up to hundredth. Uh, we won't say too much, but we do have a uh, pretty big guest on that we've already recorded. Huge, and, and we're so excited that you get to share. We get to share that with you for the hundredth. It's a special one. Yeah, it is pretty, especially for both of us and uh, and our guest. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Benjamin, uh, our tours are happening right now. I just got back from Adelaide and. Uh, uh, and Perth, and I head off to Kasula tomorrow. And yes. people listening to this, people in New South Wales, Kasula, please uh, do come and check it out. Uh, the show is called Victorious Lion, uh, four and a half star review in oh, the yes, Advertiser yes. Well newspaper, Hello. which is nice when you get it printed and out. It's totally, and, and it still exists because newspapers are getting shut down. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it's like that thing. I was like, fucking, might as well get as many reviews. Well, it's small because like there's enough of like blogs and stuff that have yeah. given me five stars. But I'm yeah. like, no, no offense, but you, 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 that's really nice. And that's really lovely. And it's some, lovely. Actually, I had one of the best reviews from an inside blog that was so insightful, and I was like, "That's so cool." But 
you know, it is a bit of a difference when it's like a printed press. There is some uh, sort yeah. of extra thing into it, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, I go to Brisbane, uh, 10 to the 15th, then uh, Canberra, 20th, 21st, and then all of Melbourne Comedy Festival, and then Edinburgh. And uh, hopefully I'll be announcing some Sydney dates soon. Uh, but folks uh, have been really enjoying it. It's been lovely to see Fitbit listeners uh, chat afterwards and talk about how much the podcast has meant to them. Yeah. Uh, we really genuinely love that kind of feedback. Uh, I'd refer to Double Pasta at one point in the show, and there's always that extra bit of cheer that comes from people yeah double pasta um i uh i i uh, and thanks to uh the handful of fitbit listeners who came to my trial show last night uh, i put it out there on our page and sorry for all the other people who couldn't get tickets i just wanted a small amount oh. of people um uh, but thank you so much for coming it was a lot of laughs so you sold out basically uh, yeah yeah sold well, out show last night but again i'm only doing 12 shows i may not have the same profile as dilrook uh so more reason to buy more tickets to my show but Wait, um, you just compete and go against what? what is, this no, no, has no. Never been the vibe Do the, the double. Get double pasta and both see our shows. What I love that you? one. So I'm at eight fifteen. There you go. So it's perfect. So, so I'm seven go. to eight. This just, is in Melbourne, yep. seven to eight, and then you're, where is your venue? And mine's up the road, just from Trades Hall. So two blocks away. Oh, literally two blocks away. Perfect. Like, perfect. You can actually do uh, Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Like, let us know if you do yeah. the double. That'll be a really fun. Uh, and yeah, match it up with 6 p.m. double pasta. Come to yeah. mine, and then go to Benny, and then afterwards go get Gammy Fried Chicken on the way home, and which it, is around the corner from uh, the, those venues. The um, And the thing about I really liked is at the trial show is, again, if you when you mention uh, Fitbit, you just see the smiles uh, of the listener, mm-hmm. and there is a bit where where I uh, do talk about Dill without mentioning Dill, and the Fitbit listeners know who I'm talking about. Why don't you mention me? I gave you a big shout out in uh, my show. Once you see the bit, you see the bit, you'll understand. You bastard! What is it? Um, what is the um, context? It's good. I, it's good. You'll have to come to the next trial show. Well, so. I, yeah, now I'm now I'm now, now you, you know how to get under my skin. Oh, um, my, and I love it. Done all my meditation that I did this morning. <laughs> I was in such a good headspace. Uh, um, um, but, yeah, please, uh, type in the word love. Uh, get yourself uh, a big fat discount. Uh, but we really, discount. really uh, I'm enjoying I'm just, it. And, again, like, I'm at the early stage. Like, Dill is swinging and he's getting the four-star reviews. I love having people there trying to work out uh, my show. And, uh, and it's just fun. The bits are coming together. And it's also just uh, acknowledging uh, our listeners as well. The, the, tra- <laughs> the traditional owners of this podcast, which is you. I uh, I just looked up uh, on uh, on Google uh, uh, the the distance uh, Google Maps yep. says uh, from State Library to uh, Trades Hall is a six minute walk and I think that's just there in case you're a slow walker yeah it's actually a four minute walk I reckon so bang do the double let's get the double happening how exciting, that's Where, very exciting. which which time of the uh, festival second half so, first half uh, second half so from right, the sixth right, of right, April right, to right. the nineteenth uh, and then uh, we will we will have done festivals and looking forward to it. I was very nervous about it because I, uh, again, you know, I mean, we're both time poor, but I've had a lot of trouble trying to get to uh, my bits. But after this today, I like it. I'm feeling uh, confident. And it's nice to just share. Uh, I talk about one particular listener in the show. Uh, I don't mention the name, but they have had a profound effect on me and it's been fun talking about it. Uh, oh, how cool. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Uh, grab Thank a ticket. Thank you so much, everyone. Tickets for me at comedy.com.au or dilrookj.com or follow me on Instagram at dilrookj. Ben Lomas, you are on Instagram at Ben Lomas Comic. And, and, uh, and we will be a bit more on the socials. We've both been pretty busy uh-huh. uh, at the moment, but uh, we do, do love your feedback uh, on the apps, uh, what you liked, uh, what you didn't like. We, we love that feedback. And again, a reminder, some of you have been doing it uh but we want to our, our listenership is increasing uh but if you could a couple of you could write a couple more reviews online especially on itunes it always helps with us uh climbing up the rankings thank you so much everybody take care of yourselves keep let us know what uh you have found about corona and stuff like that little simple simple little solutions that yeah. you find effective well i guess you don't even know if it's effective because i'm i'm, I'm wary of fear-mongering. Like, that's my thing. 100%. But what I love, and I would love to hear from listeners, is, is what are you doing to make yourself feel better? Good. That's nice. You know yeah. what, actually? That's really good. Let's finish on that, actually. Yeah. I felt like it's a bit of a doomy and gloomy episode. Uh, and I do have a sense of fear now because I'm like, man, I wanted to go to Bali in the middle of the year. I've never been to Bali. But now I'm like, does that mean that's off the table? Do I get to go back to Sri Lanka to see my parents again? What's what's, what's yeah. What does any of this fucking mean, right? So yeah. I'm feeling a bit down. So what are you doing to make yourself feel better, Ben? Uh, I'm generally enjoying it. So uh, we've uh, changed our holidays. Uh, you know, And people say that might be a bit over top. We were going to go to Europe for the summer. We're not, we are now not. 
out. Oh yeah. And yep. so my therapist said she cancelled her trip, unfortunately, as yeah, well, because so it is becoming a legitimate thing. It's a legitimate thing, especially with uh, two young kids. You've you've got to weigh that up as well. Um. So, but we're doing two something. young kids. Is that a place in China? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should avoid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's how I deal with doom and gloom. It's, it's just dumb jokes that shit. make me forget that we're it all. Genuinely makes in... me laugh. <laughs> um, uh, no, the uh, what we what I've been doing, and and it kind of I wanted to do this anyway, but going to communities that have been affected by uh, the bushfires and having a holiday there. Oh, and so I really you. want to give back to that. And there's so many beautiful parts that have been affected by the fires, and the regrowth is something I want to show the kids. I Jeff. So all around, like Gippsland, also in New South Wales. I, I, I'm a big believer in this. Uh, give back. We've got some great places to holiday in Australia. Yeah. And especially now with those local communities struggling, that's that's where we're going. Good stuff. I mean, uh, did you uh, did we talk about me? I did a gig for Kangaroo Island. No, uh, and yeah. we and I, and I did the, the bushfire relief, which we, we haven't really spoken about either. Oh, okay, fuck. That'll have to be another time. But yep. anyway, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, you're not trying to be virtuous or, or, or um, you know, pat yourself on the back necessarily for doing those things, but it is really nice to know that you're appreciated by those communities um, because as much yeah. as we, maybe we don't do a job which is getting our hands dirty and actually, you know, doing the hard work, it is nice to know that we can play a part in people's lives where we are that little escape, a little temporary moment's relief of the doom and gloom of the world. And, yeah, um, 100%. And and I feel like we do actually do that. And that's why I, I want to kind of uh, talk about it, like it, Corona or you know, even then, all that kind of stuff. It's just like make it a bit lighthearted because also, you know, even then come Comedy Festival, who knows where we at, but just come out for a laugh. Like that's the best way. Sometimes yeah. you just need to sit back, forget about stuff and just have a laugh. And I do that with my partner. I do that with my friends. I do that with you. It's just a, It just helps so much. Yeah, because, I mean, it's all scary, all of it. Everything, even before viruses, before bushfires, it's life itself is just such a piece of shit sometimes. So finding ways to so see the humor of how bad it is and also laugh through it and surround yourself by people you love, that's probably what I do. That's how I um, keep yeah. myself positive is obviously I do avoid a lot of the doom and gloom and go straight to the Sudoku and cryptic crossword. But also I just go, oh, man, I just want to spend, you know, 10 minutes a day looking at videos of my no, don't <laughs> videos of my niece is what i was trying to say okay. which that's, you that's really really ruined <laughs> comedy is so much about timing and <laughs> and really, really. cuz you're just having that you're feeling that moment <laughs> yeah i was like i feel myself apparently 10 minutes ago. i don't man that's how long that's too long <laughs> Yeah. Look, again, thank you. Uh, we'll see you on the socials. We'll see yeah, you in the audience. And stay positive, everyone. Uh, yeah. And let's 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 continue just the positivity. Yeah. Uh, maybe don't give me feedback on Corona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on second thought, I'll take back what I said uh, five minutes ago. Maybe just you know what? Let's no, just uh, let acknowledge it. We, we no, no no no. I'm not ignoring it. This is the thing. I think it's stupid to to not know yeah, what's yeah, happening. Totally. Of course, right? But let's 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 not be. Another reason to be depressed. No, no, no. Like that's the thing. I flipped it and I feel better for it. How did you flip it? Flip it. I'm just like being grateful for what I've got at the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my good gratitude list as well. I, I am grateful for the fact that we have had, uh, what is this, 97 episodes. I know. And we're close to 100. Happy anniversary, darling. Happy anniversary, baby. Now let's fuck. <laughs>